You're listening to Faith FM, The Breakfast Show, live from Finland and also Newcastle. At the same time, we got producer Shell in the studio. And this morning, we got Lawson also in the studio as well, too. Lawson, how are you doing? Dude, I'm, I'm killing it. I'm living my best life back here where the sun shines in Newcastle, where there's warm weather, more, <laughs> you know, more than very occasionally. I was down in Melbourne, but now I'm back. I got in yesterday, actually. I was wearing, like, jeans and a jumper and a shirt underneath and got off the plane and immediately was sweating because, yeah, I'd come out of Melbourne and it's just, it was just cold. <laughs> oh, you don't know what cold is. Nah, Trust me. Nah, it's, you, you don't know what it's like. 17 degrees in Melbourne. You don't know what that's like, Blake. It was actually... Negative 17 degrees in Mickley the other day. Ah, that's nothing. <laughs> that's nothing. That's easy talk. What have you been up to, though? Uh, literally trying to survive. Uh-huh. That's what I've been up to. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I went to a sauna, or as they say here in Finland, a sauna, and which I'm very <laughs> thankful for, by the way. So I'm in, uh, I'm in a sauna, right? Mm. We're going in there. There's probably about maybe 20 dudes in this thing. We are, we're packed in there like sardines. And then we got this good idea. Like, let's go jump in a lake. So we jump in a lake. By the way, it's frozen. We go, we have to break it up. Wow, and I have to do like a cannonball butt dive to just like, boom, break through the ice. Then I'm in there for a little while. And there's this Finnish guy, never met him in my life. And he was like, cause there's basically only space for like one person. And he's like, I'm coming in with you. And I was like, oh, okay. And then he came in and like literally was like sitting right next to me. And I was like a little uncomfortable until I realized how warm he was. And uh, I was like, yeah, this is cool. Totally normal. Just a couple of guys in an ice bath. We're just trying to survive. That's what we do. And then my beard froze. It was a little bit awkward. Almost lost my beard. Coming up on Faith FM, New South Wales most wanted fugitive Masood Zakar. Zakaria, maybe I'm going to say it that way, captured in Turkey while Chinese spy balloons are blasted out of the sky over U.S. soil. Things are getting interesting all around the world here on Faith FM. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. Coming in from Newcastle and Finland. That's right, Lawson. We are coming in from Finland. This weekend, I just want to let you know, I drove from Mikkeli to Helsinki to Turku. And Turku is actually the original capital of Finland. Uh-huh. Then the Russians took over, uh, made it Helsinki. Then the Finns got, uh, they got free from Russia, thankfully. Uh, and they were, uh, they, they kept the capital at Helsinki, uh, but they got their freedom in 1970. So they've only been independent since 1970, which is kind of crazy to me. That's not that long ago. And there's a lot of people who are alive today in Finland who remember uh, being under the rule of Russia as well, too. But anyway, back over to Torku, the original capital. We went to a castle today, and it was incredible. I want to talk about that a little bit later as well, too. But we got a quiz coming up. Do you have some clues for us? I got some clues. I got some questions. I got everything you could possibly want. I I don't have actually I don't have any questions. I got some clues and I got some prizes. But here we go, guys. 
our quiz this week. At the first question, what creature am I? Okay. It was while searching for these creatures that the son of Kish met Samuel. All right. 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text if you know the answer. If you do, we have a prize for you, an amazing prize, an incredible prize, one of our favorite prizes, the Bible Study Companion Box Set, Conflict of the Ages. You'll be able to get that at the end of this week on Friday. We'll give it to you absolutely for free, 0491-064-669. And again, it was while searching for these creatures that the son of Kish met Samuel. Mm. So what I'm going to need you to do, what I'm going to need you to do, what I'm going to need you to do, so you're going to give us a call and you might know the answer to this one. It's going to be worth 500 points because this clue, this is is quite difficult. This clue is quite difficult. Now, as we get through the show, the clues will get easier and easier. They all go towards the same answer. Maybe you want to risk it now, go for the hard clue, but if you get it wrong, you're excluded for the day. So, you know, weigh it up in your mind, think about it. Do I know the answer to this one? Should I send it for the high points? Or should I wait until later, you know, make a, make a more safe guess? Send it. Dude, I uh, I gotta tell you a story real quick before I, I right. got I got some some news stories here to talk about some cool stuff happening. But I want to tell you about an experience I had on a plane yesterday. So, okay. So I'm in the plane and I am flying back to Newcastle. And as I said, you know, as we're approaching the city of Newcastle, it's getting warmer and warmer and warmer. Of course, I can't feel that in the plane, but I felt it when but I got off flew, the plane. You flew straight into Newcastle. You, you didn't fly to Sydney and then nah, take the nah, train nah, up. No, 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 no. Straight into Newey from, uh, from Melbourne. And I'm on the plane, and I've got my headphones in, and I downloaded a couple of sermons. And I was listening to a particular sermon. It's called, I Want My Church Back by C.D. Brooks. Because I want my church back. And I, I was I was listening to this sermon. C.D. Brooks is a legendary preacher. And I'm literally yeah. on the plane, and I'm just listening, and I'm convicted, and I start crying. And I'm, like, tearing up. I've got tears running down my face. So I put my hoodie on over my head, and just because I'm like, oh, this is kind of weird. But I, I was just really moved. It was powerful. I put my hoodie over my head, got my headphones on, listening to this sermon, tearing up. You know, C.D. Brooks, he's preaching the word powerfully. This is a sermon, I think, from either the early 2000s or late 90s, something like that. Potentially the early 2010s. I think it's from the 2000s. I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening to this sermon. Yeah. I'm, I'm moved. And uh, I look over, you know, and I see that the person beside me is reading the Bible in Hebrew. And I was wow. really surprised. You know, I'm like, what? what? Are you serious? And I'm... I, I took a semester of Hebrew last semester. I, I studied Hebrew. I got a good grade, so I know a bit of Hebrew. And I, uh, yeah, just just thinking, and I'm like, oh, man, this guy's reading Hebrew. How, how am I going to, like, it's, should I talk to him? This is, this, is, this is so interesting. I think I was reading Psalm 116 at the time. But anyways, I, while I'm listening to my sermon, I'm l- looking over his shoulder at him reading, and he's just reading through his Psalms. And I take my headphones out, 
I wipe my eyes because, again, I've been crying at this point from listening to this powerful sermon. And I'm sitting there and I'm just like, I start to pray. I'm like, God, help me to have a fruitful conversation with this guy. And I'm thinking, well, why is he reading this Hebrew Bible? You know, maybe he's uh, he's Jewish, but maybe he's, because it was interlinear, so it's got the Hebrew and then the English underneath. I'm like, oh, maybe he is like a Christian pastor. He's just doing his research. I don't know why. But anyways, I uh, I look over at this guy. I see him reading. And eventually I speak up. I'm like, hey, are you reading the Old Testament in Hebrew? And he's like, yeah, I am. And I'm yes, like, I am. I'm like, oh, that's that's amazing. I, I did a semester of Hebrew. He's like, oh, where did you study that? And I told him, oh, Avondale College. He goes, oh, so you're a Seventh-day Adventist then? And I'm like, yep, yes, I am. I'm studying my degree in theology. And I'm like, why, why are you reading the Bible in Hebrew? And he goes, well, actually, I'm, I'm a Jew. And I'm, uh, I'm ethnically Jewish. I'm religiously Jewish. I'm practicing. And then he starts giving me some, some tips about going to, you know, he's like, oh, I, I go along to the synagogue and you can listen to the people read. And you, sh- you should, you know, if you want to interact with Hebrew speaking people, you can meet them at your local synagogue. Da, da, da. I'm like, oh, okay, fair enough. And then he says to me, he's like, I am Jewish, but I have a real soft spot for Yeshua or for Jesus. I have a real soft spot for the guy. And I, I, I think that he is the Messiah. And I'm like, really? Because, you know, that is not what Jews commonly believe. And he said, well, yeah, because of Christendom and because of the persecution of Jews by the Catholic Church, like, you know, uh, most Jewish people, they don't accept Christ as the Messiah. And we know traditionally as well they didn't accept him. But really, there's no other option. Like, it's very clear that, that Jesus is the Messiah. And I'm like, amen. And then we start having this conversation going back and forth. We're talking about the Sabbath. We're talking about the Bible. We're talking about Hebrew. And then I'm asking him like, hey, have you ever considered the prophecies of the Old Testament and uh, how they point to Christ? And he's like, yeah, I'm very familiar. You know, Isaiah 53, how it points forward. I'm like, you know, that's amazing. But I'm still talking to this guy. And unfortunately, uh, we began our conversation in like the last 20 minutes of the flight. So we didn't have time to get into everything. But I'm like, man, you know, I, can I get your number so we can meet up and talk? He's in, he's in Newcastle for a couple of weeks. He's like, yeah, sure. Because I, I just want the opportunity to share more about Jesus with this guy. And uh, so we exchanged numbers and, and, you know, we were talking about the Bible, talking about my studies as well. And he's like, hey, can I pray the Lord's blessing over you? And I'm like, absolutely. So we're sitting in the plane. And by this time, the plane had landed. People are standing up to get their bags. And this guy just busts out into, you know, may the Lord keep you and bless you and guide you in all his ways. But in 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 Hebrew. And he's like going hard. Like this guy knows his stuff. He's speaking perfect accent and whatnot. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, oh, this is kind of awkward because there are people around. But also I was just really admiring his faith to just go, you know, this is what I need to do. I need to pray the Lord's blessing over you. I can see that the spirit of God is moving in your life. And, uh, you know, this is what he's saying to me. I'm like, praise God. And so, yeah, I got his details. We got off the plane, went our separate ways, but I'm hoping he's from Melbourne, but for the two weeks that he's in Newcastle that I can meet with him and just share more about Jesus. Because he's in this position. He's like, yeah, I have a soft spot for Jesus. I can see that he is the Messiah. Uh, But 
I don't know. We talked a little bit about the New Testament. I don't know his familiarity with the New Testament, and I'm just hoping that I can meet with him and just share more with him. And, and even, yeah, more prophecies in the Old Testament as well, particularly Daniel chapter 9. For those out there listening who, who know the chapter, just absolutely profound information that light, light, you know lays out exactly when Christ's ministry would start, when he would die, and when the gospel would go to the world. So I'm really hoping to take that opportunity. But it was just it was just cool. I was I was on the plane, I was praying, I was convicted, I was crying, and then God led it to a situation where I could meet someone and and talk about the Bible and gain a gain a contact. So wow. really happy. Laza, that is a really cool story. I, and honestly it's just a little reminder that not only should you carry your Bible with you everywhere that you go, uh, but also you should take up your cross wherever you go. And that's the song we're going to listen to by the Sean Bontrager family right here on Faith FM. But before we get into it, sorry about that, Blake. Before we get into it, I've just been informed that the clue that I read was actually done by Monica. And uh, so I just need to give you guys a different clue. Are you ready? Ooh. Are you ready? Here we go. Here we go. I think they should still get 500 points if they get it, though. If they get the other one, we'll give you 500 points. But we will also... You can have one or the other. You can also get 500 points for this one here. So, what am I? Paul accused false brothers of being these for the purpose of making slaves of true believers. Hmm. 500-point clue there again. Paul accused false brothers of being these, or the, these these things, these kinds of people, for the purpose of making slaves of true believers. 0491-064-669 is the number to call it. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. You're listening to Faith FM, the breakfast show that comes at you live from Finland and Newcastle simultaneously. Please text us at 0491-064-669 if you have some tips on staying warm when it's cold. Because I got to be honest, uh, I know that Lawson was cold in Melbourne, uh, but I am freezing in Finland and I really need some uh, need some tips and tricks to stay warm. It's nah, only bro, come on 17 right 17 minus 3 they're basically the same temperature. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, yeah, it's just a balmy negative 3 right now, so that's good. Uh but it looks like it's going to drop to about negative 8 I think later tonight. So, uh good times as we get colder and colder. And I feel like this studio is pretty close <laughs> to that as well. Not a lot of heating inside here as well, too. So we're all rugged up. But uh, I want to shout out uh, to some of our listeners in young New South Wales. Whether you're old or young, we're so happy that you're listening to us in young New South Wales on 88.0 uh, FM. And also Bustleton. WA over there in Western Australia. You're probably asleep right now, but if you are awake... Thank you for listening to us in Bustleton. My nose, I don't know if you can hear it, is stuffed up. Nah, it is it sounds, clogged. Sounds clear as day. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna like downplay everything you say. You're like, oh it's so cold, and I'm just gonna be like, ah, it's not that bad. Come on, Blake. But that's well, that's because traditionally Americans go over the top with everything. They have hyperbole uh-huh. for everything. But Australians traditionally are the exact opposite to a ridiculous level. Like when a giant crocodile is about to eat someone, they're like, oh, yeah, that's a small croc, but no big deal. You know, and it's just like, 
that is a giant crocodile and it's a prehistoric little animal there that looks like it's going to be about 20 feet long and eat all of us. Mm-hmm. So yeah, scary stuff. Just a little <laughs> hey, I've got another clue for the quiz guys. If you are ready for it, here we go. The teachers of the law and the chief priest use these to help find a way to arrest Jesus. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Of course, our prize for this week is the awesome Bible study companion Conflict of the Ages box set. We'll give it to you absolutely for free. You don't need to do anything. You just need to get the answers right, and you will get into the draw. You don't need to do anything except for the thing that you need. Yeah, to do. that's right. It is conditional. I wish I could tell you it's unconditional, but there are conditions. All you need to do is get the answers correct and get into the draw. Now, again, we have one answer for today, but the further and further we go along in the show, the easier the clues will get and the less points you will get for answering. If you answer wrong, though. You're done for the day. But again, that clue was the teachers of the law and the chief priest use these to help find a way to arrest Jesus. Well, Lawson, Mm -hmm. I got some news for you. First off, we had a crazy day here or crazy weekend in Finland. I I basically went to sleep uh, the other day, uh, then woke up about an hour and a half later. In the morning. And then they were like, hey, guess what? We're driving to Turku. And, or Tur- oh, Turku. Nice. Which is a five-hour, basically five-hour drive. Like they say, it's less. It's actually five. They're they're making things up. It's in the snow. It's icy. It's, yeah. it's a five-hour drive. We drive to Turku. Then I go to sleep because I'm super tired. Anyway, get up. And then it's just like a nonstop exploration of Turku City. Uh, which was the old capital. I told you about that. Mm-hmm. And we go to this castle today, which was incredible. And I've got Kyle here with us. He's not ready just yet to come on the radio, but in just a little bit, he is going to come on and we're going to talk about our castle experiences in Turku and everything that's going on here in Finland. But before we get to that and that whole adventure uh, for the weekend, I want to talk to you about fugitive Masood Zakaria or Zakaria. Maybe I think this is his name. Uh, Zakaria. He's holed up in a Turkish villa with his family. And the reason he's important is he was New South Wales' most wanted fugitive. And Why? Recently, uh, I think he is involved in organized crime. So I don't know the exact you know, details, but he is a member of the Alamedine Crime Network, according to the article. And he was he's the second highest ranked member of that uh, crime network. The New South Wales police have been after him for 14 months. In Sydney, December 2021, uh, he found out that the police were about to arrest him. And so he jumps on a fishing boat and goes to Malaysia on a fishing boat. Classic. Classic escape move there. Now, the reason he was wanted to be arrested is because he was plotting to kill a rival gang member, Abraham Hamzi, earlier that year. So they weren't, no one was able to reveal the story until just now. The Turkish authorities broke down a door, uh, to the rental villa nine days ago in Turkey. And Zakaria was located inside with four members of his family, believed to include his wife, Aza, and their children, as well as 10 associates who kind of are acting like his bodyguards, basically. They'd just gotten to Turkey 10 days before. They traveled there by the road. 
Then sources close to the investigation say that the AFP or the Australian Federal Police Officers who had been working with Turkish Special Forces received information that he and his crew uh, were about to leave Turkey on what? What do you want to guess he was about to leave on again? Camo. <laughs> no, no, no uh, another boat. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> the dude is the dude literally escapes on boats. Like that's his. That's his that's thing. His that's his calling card. Okay. <laughs> what do you do? I escape on boats. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> the a special operations team of about fifty officers from Istanbul, Ankara, and Mugla, which are Turkish uh, cities. Break into his house at midnight. He has no idea that it's happening. They arrest him and his crew. Hundreds of thousands of dollars in cash. Multiple weapons are found inside. And he uh, is taken to a local prison facility for several days before being transferred to a maximum security facility in Ankara, where he now awaits extradition or deportation. Mm. Now, that's pretty wild, and that, that is, is big news that the number one guy for the New South Wales uh, most wanted list has just been arrested in Turkey. But that's, that's not that's not the thing that makes me, you know, the, like that's cool, that's good. I'm happy to hear that. But what this reminds me of is actually in First Thessalonians chapter five. Mm-hmm. The Bible says, "But concerning the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you." For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. For when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. But you, brethren, are not in darkness, so that this day should overtake you as a thief. You are all sons of light and sons of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Mm. Therefore, let us not sleep as others do. But let us watch and be sober, right? And it goes on to talk about how important it is to be awake uh, during these times to be ready and prepared for Jesus' soon return. Mm. I just thought about how crazy it would be. Like you're all asleep. You're, you think everything's going, boom, the door gets busted open. And then out of nowhere, you're in a high maximum security prison in Ankara. Now, it sounds like this guy, you know, literally... He's been running from the police on boats, so he's kind of used to escaping. But people are not ready for the soon return of Jesus. You know, it, he's going to come as a thief in the night for people who are not reading their Bibles, who are not who are not listening to Faith FM, who are not uh, ready and looking at the signs of the times. Because we're trying to tell people it's time to get ready. The world is going crazy. Another crazy thing that's happened in the world, a Chinese spy balloon was floating over from Montana to South Carolina, and a jet just shot it down, and it's been there for like three or four days. It's been all over the news, maybe two days. Mm. The news, the thing just got uh, shot down as well, too, and that reminds me of Matthew 24. You know, there shall be wars and rumors of wars, you know, happening all around as signs that Jesus is going to come, and so... For those who are looking for the signs, for those who are preparing, Jesus will not come as a thief in the night. But for those who are too busy looking at everything else but the scriptures, Jesus will appear at a time that they do not expect. But I want to tell our listeners, I want to tell you, Lawson, I want to tell everyone who can hear, prepare yourself. Jesus is coming again in a very real, literal way. 
And today is the day of salvation. Today is the day that you need to get your house in order. Today is the day that you need to prepare because Jesus is returning. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Uh, Lawson, we got a lot of stuff going on here, but I just want to read a text message really quick before we get into the quiz. Are you ready for that? Go for it, bro. Okay. Here we go. Uh, The text message says, that's a great story, Lawson. I would uh, call this a divine appointment. Mm. You may have seen the ads of Jewish Christians on the net that informs us how many thousands Jews are finding the Messiah, Jesus, in reading Isaiah 53. The Lord is opening their eyes and hearts because he is coming soon. God is also giving them dreams and personal visits. God is good. little smiley face with some prayer hand emojis or a high five emoji. We're still debating that on the on the show. Millions of Muslims are also coming to the faith via dreams, visions, and Jesus appearing to them. little heart emoji. As per uh, Pastor Conrad Vine and other ministries, including Voice of the Martyrs. Mm. I just think that's a really good text message, and it's true. People from all walks of life, all different religions, are starting to recognize and realize that it is Jesus who is the way, the truth, and the life, and it is through him, the the true Messiah, that you can find salvation today. Give us a quiz, Lawson. Uh, we have for the next clue. Here we go. So we're getting easier and easier. Joseph accused his brothers of being these. So if you know the story of Joseph, and you know what he accused his brothers of, well, 0491 of course, we're getting easier and easier with our clues. They'll go towards one answer. But if you answer correctly, you'll go into the draw to win our Bible study companion set, Conflict of the Ages. We will give it to you for free. And... By the way, you know, we, we've, we've had this prize before on Faith FM, and it's probably one of our best. If you want to be the most blessed, if you want to dive in, because basically Conflict of the Ages is a, is a uh, commentary from before Genesis to after Revelation. If you want to dive in to the beauty of God's Word and just see it so clear and so fleshed out, these are for you. If you want to get to know the Bible better, these are for you. 0491-064-669. Again, that clue was Joseph accused his brothers of being these. Thank you, Lawson, for that. We have a special guest here with us in the studio here, live from Koivako, uh near Mikkeli, Finland. His name is Kyle Morrison. Kyle, how are you doing? Good, Blake. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me yeah. in Finland. You kind of set this whole thing up. You kind of are the uh, the brainchild behind a lot of these kind of mission trips. And, and you and I have been on a fair few mission trips together. We got some yeah. stories we could share. Uh, <laughs> we got cannibals in Solomon Islands. We got the lady who gave birth on the porch in Papua New Guinea mm-hmm. of a birthing center that we were building. Mm-hmm. Just didn't build it in time. <laughs> it got built by the time we left, but she had a baby on the front porch, and I'm scarred for life from that story. Uh, but it was a beautiful thing that happened. Yeah. It's just movie odd. Sorry. Uh, and then we uh, we've we've kind of done a lot of stuff all over the place, yeah. man. Been, over the years, we've uh, found ourselves in a few interesting places. And together. now we're in Finland. And, Who would have thought? Who would have thought? And we, uh, man, there's so much to so much to talk about. You know, I do find we actually hang out in other countries more often. Oh, well. In Australia, 
But you are from Australia, right? I am. Yeah. Grew up on the Gold Coast and um, 10 years in Curranbong. Curranbong. Yes, that's true. That's where we originally met a few that's years right. ago. When we meet? 2010? 2010. So we've known each other for a while. You also are the creator of a really cool game. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't think I was going to talk about that, did yeah, you? Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> but I am. But that's fun. We can talk about that. What's it called? Go Ye. Unleash okay. the Pioneer in You. Okay, what's it about? Well, it's sort of about what we're doing, essentially. Unleash the Pioneer in You. It's a, it's a trip down memory lane. It's a strategic game. It's a long-format strategic game with multiple strategies to win. Uh, basically, you have to get the most total member involvement possible before the second coming. And it's, and it's a game for kids and adults alike. Yeah, there's um, I know in the states there's some six, seven, eight year olds that really love it, and um, yeah, but we just wrote fourteen on the box because it's better for like uh, the testing and the things that it has to go through. <laughs> <laughs> I know some thirty plus year olds in this room that like it as well too. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's really good. Uh, good stuff on making that as well too. So next up here, we're in this super random place. We are. Koivako, yeah, which I found out today means uh, a a forest of birch trees. Yeah, birch grove. Okay, birch grove. Right. Yeah. So uh, randomly as well too, I found a a cafe in the airport in the air, airport <laughs> in the airport in Helsinki called Cafe Koivako. Yeah. Any any connection or no? Uh no. Koivako <laughs> is just a very common word. There's a lot of like I guess the birch tree is probably the most common tree in Finland. Okay, I'm guessing. I'm assuming because there's a whole lot of them and there's a lot of trees. So koiviko or koiva something, koiva something, something, something is very common and everywhere. Okay, very very cool. Yeah. Now, so we're here in Koiviko, the birch tree little forest place, birch uh, but a uh, birch tree grove. Now this place, we went over a little bit of the history with, uh. With quite a few people, we talked about it with Blair. We talked about it with Morgan. We also uh, talked about it with Levi as well, too. So I don't really want to talk about the history so much of this place, but apparently you know a lot about the history. Yeah, there's a few books that have been written on it. And the first night when I arrived in Finland, I got Google Translate, the little camera version of the app, out and read through the majority of the history books to understand. Wow, the background of the property, which was. You know, just in a brief nutshell, since you've already all heard it. So, well, maybe we haven't heard as much as you know. Maybe you haven't. Uh, farming, farming property, essentially. Um, at least from the 1500s, it was a farming property. And then in about the 1800s, it became a school farm property for the kids, the state owned kids, the kids that uh, didn't have parents or were too difficult to deal with. And it was an all boys home and then it became an all girls home. So it ended up becoming just a state boarding school that was eventually shut down in 2016, roughly. And it sort of functioned like a juvie center for a while there. The kids were locked into their dorm rooms. The peepholes looked in rather than out. Right. Um, it's got a little it's like bit a, of a, like a prison for well, young people. Basically. So it does have a jail cell a in, the, in the basement. Yeah. I've and, been there. Um, it's scary. It's not the. Yeah, there's a bit of a dark history to it, and there's there's been some sad things happen on the property, but essentially the property did help a lot of the locals. It is an integral part of the community, and there are a lot of people who show up here wondering what's happening now because they actually spent a lot of their childhood here growing up. Yeah, there was like a uh, group of bikies that came. Yeah, a bunch uh, of bikes rolled in one day, and the guys <laughs> wanted, to, wanted to see what was going on and wanted to see their old bedrooms and their old stomping ground. So, yeah. 
Very, very, very interesting uh, background for sure. Yeah. So, but that's not what it's doing now. What are you guys doing with it now? Yeah. So the local church saw an opportunity to um, create a center of influence. Uh, this country desperately needs Jesus. It's a, it's a state run Lutheran church essentially in this country. So uh, taxes and um, benefits heavily go towards Lutherans, but um, they're sort of the uh, CEOs, the Christmas and Easter only type. A lot of them. Um, I'm sure a lot of them do attend regularly. But... Whoa, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so you say the CEOs, Christmas and Easter only types. Yeah, Got it. Yeah. CEO types. CEO, the CEOs. When the CEOs show up at church, you know, there's uh, something good there's going some, on. So, some sort of holiday happening. That's right. Okay, that's I've right. never heard of that before. I like that. Yeah. Um, anyways, so that's that's the country, a Protestant country, a Lutheran country. But yeah, a lot of people only do show up Christmas and Easter. And so... Um, the country needs Jesus. It's fascinating. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed on social media, you probably don't use that stuff. Uh, but <laughs> there's this thing called social media and it's, it's shocking to me how many horror movies and, um, dark, dark, terrible things are advertised basically heavily in this country. When I, when I get here rather than Australia, it's, it's quite frightening. And there's actually a very, very high percentage of, uh, heavy metal and rock bands. Um, that we we actually talked about that with Levi, right. uh, like because yeah. I had noticed that this is a very different culture. It's yeah. a very dark culture. Yeah, you know, their one claim to fame would be like bomb funk MC freestyler uh, that was shot in Helsinki. Uh, Ooh, but uh, yeah, That's lots about- of lots of heavy metal as well. <laughs> okay, <laughs> wow. So you know we have a, a, a country that is you know very secular, mm. but officially. So Christian on the outside, yeah. secular on the inside. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what kind of that's, that's kind of the vibe. And the church, uh, in terms of the Adventist church, at least, uh, very specifically, uh, going backwards. So thirty uh, percent decline in membership over the last forty years. Wow! So, so officially, over forty uh, years, a thirty percent decrease. So a third of the church has essentially disappeared. Yeah, over the last 40 years. So one way to think of it would be uh, Adventist population in Australia is about 62,000, and the population of Mickley, the town eight minutes from us, is 58,000. So you have more Adventists in Australia than you have people in the nearby town. Got it. Uh, in this country, there's about 4,500 Adventists on the books, and maybe 3,000 would show up to church. Do you know the population of Finland? Five million, about the same as Sydney, 5.5. And there's only 4,000. Yeah. Less than 4,000. Correct. Seventh Avenue. So a direct comparison to Sydney, being that the population of this country is the same as Sydney. Uh, Sydney's got about, about 12,000 as well, 12 to 13,000 Adventists. And this country has about one third of that. So I guess like the, the purpose and the focus and the drive for the Koivico Lifestyle Center is to create Almost a center of influence that people right. from all walks of life can come and they can connect uh, with spiritual things through the practical health focus and the health message. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So the aim is to create a, a lifestyle center where people can come and relax and get treatments and uh, health information, health education. Um, there's psychotherapists, there's remedial massage and uh, water therapies and charcoal treatments. And there's all these things, there's all these skills that people have and they want to serve people with. We're trying to create a place where that can happen in a functional business model that works, generates profit, and we're able to invest in um, 
evangelism and helping others. Yeah, because people are not going to want to come if they're not comfortable. And Correct. and if you know, a lot of renovations need to be done before the comfort level increases. Yeah, the last building on this property was built in 1998, the new school building at a cost of about two and a half million euros. And wow, previous to that, it was row houses or duplexes, as we call them in Australia, but they just put three or five of them in a row. Uh, they were built in the 70s. And so... Is the, that the one that I'm staying in? Yes, you're in oh. row house 1.1. And I want to say row house 1.1 is significantly warmer than this studio. Correct. Because oh. I stayed in this one for a few nights and I was freezing in here. I'll have a chat about the uh, water heaters and we'll see if we can turn something up. Thank in you here. so much because it's... <laughs> You can't really see what's happening right here, but we are rugged up right now. Did you tell them where we're staying right now? So this is essentially an old classroom underneath a basketball court, an indoor basketball court. I forgot about that. It's it's technically maybe like a quarter or a third of a real court, but it's it's definitely a court and it's indoors. Uh, Gymnasium, they call it. And then above that, there's actually an apartment. So this is the old school building. There's four apartments, two large classrooms, and a full-size basketball court. No, sorry, a one-third basketball court. And it's so, a, it's a, it's yeah. I wouldn't say one-third. It's 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 skinny, but it it works. Yeah, yeah. So this is a future studio, and we just thought we'd test it out now with this uh, podcasting setup, essentially. Yeah, that's right. And uh, yeah, it definitely needs work. Definitely needs some work. <laughs> just mostly warm, just warm it up. Can we maybe yeah. just like start like a fire somewhere? We can start with that. <laughs> yeah, just, just warm it up really. Oh, we can just put a sun in here. Actually, that'd be yeah. fun as well too. Yeah. We did, we did some Well, there's actually one beneath us. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, doesn't work right now though. <laughs> so the renovations need to happen, but it's good. That's why we're here. We're doing all these renovations to create this place so that people yeah. can actually come and hear the gospel, but they're coming for a health, a health, healthy lifestyle changes yeah, that then lead to spiritual conversations. So, yeah, obviously the Adventist message is a holistic one. We're not interested in making people uh, just spiritually well. Um, people don't often care what you know until they know how much you care. So we are looking to show care and love in the field of health in order to find an opportunity to show them spiritual health as well. No, absolutely. That's that's a really good point. You know, say that again. I love what you just said. People don't, don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Kyle, that's that's some excellent stuff. We're running out of time here, but what I want to say, uh what what's what's a message you want to send back to our listeners in Australia? What do you need? So this trip has actually made us think about what would be important for the next trip. And I would suggest that that would be a tradies trip. Uh, we have a lot of, uh, very willing and lovely people on this trip, but we'd love to send over a bunch of highly skilled tradies that can do a lot of the finishing work. Um, a lot of sort of plastering, painting, um, certain electrical that can be done. Um, yeah, all the, all the skilled stuff. HVAC. Heating, ventilation, air conditioning. Yeah, there's a bit of that too. So that's what you need right now, the tradies trip. Yeah, so we're looking at a tradies trip. We're looking at setting this up for um, maybe the end of the summer season. I was thinking that. Might want to do that in the summertime. Yeah, just just after peak season. This property's main income right now is Airbnb, Bookings.com, and uh, Finns love to travel in summer. Yeah, well, that's uh, that makes a lot of sense. I just traveled all weekend, and I now know why the Finns like to travel in the summertime. So, Trady's trip, twenty twenty three, 
uh, end of the summer season here. So what would that be like? August, August September? Yeah, yeah, August before September, probably. Okay. So if you are listening and you're thinking, hey, I'm good at trading stuff or I know somebody, you can volunteer other people too. That's also, we encourage that. 100%. <laughs> uh, trading trip 2023 here to Finland and do some uh, renovation work and mm. get this place up to up to the standard it needs to be so we can share the gospel message with Finland. Thank you so much, Kyle, for joining us. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.